0: Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Nurses Week, mini whatever, I don't even have a title for this, but happy Nurses Week. I hope it's been amazing for you. I hope if nothing else, you're taking time for yourself, reflecting on what you give to this world because believe me, we make or break the healthcare system. Today, I'm gonna be talking about something that I've experienced the entire time I've been a nurse and that is balancing being a nurse and motherhood. So I've been a nurse 10 years, so that would have made my oldest at seven. Which I mean, I think when I started, I had a seven and what, four or five year old, something like that. But anyways, I have lots of experience here. have run into lots of mothers in this thing. And I think it's very normal to be a mom and a nurse. So I hope that this resonates with someone and you can find something from it. So there is no secret balancing nursehood and momhood is hell sometimes but i find that if we can again go back to our thoughts and are we being intentional then hopefully we can make it a little bit better for ourselves because we are choosing this life. It's really hard being a nurse and a mom because, you know, we have weird hours, first of all, most of us do. Um, And even if you're in the office space, there's still a different qualm to that because no matter what you're doing, for the most part, there are avenues of nursing where you are at a desk job and you're working a nine to five and, and that's it. But I really believe working outside the home and being a mom in itself is hard to balance. So even if you aren't a nurse or even if you have a gig where it's your typical, you know, professional hours, you're off holidays and weekends, it's still hard to balance because we're trying to balance being full-time moms, but also working full-time. So although this is going to be centered around nursing, like if you are a working mom in general, the shit is hard and you can take something from this as well. As far as being a nurse, it's hard because we're working outside the home, first of all, no matter where you're working and what you're doing. But then also what we do as nurses, if you're providing direct patient care, is very much mentally, emotionally, and spiritually draining. So it's important for us to be intentional with our thoughts and how we take care of ourselves before our shift, during our shift, and after our shift. So I'm going to start with, I'll talk about a few different things, the hours, making choices, what are we doing before and after, and sprinkling like motherhood throughout that because I know it's really important for us as nurses and any working mom, we're balancing trying to keep that close relationship with our children um, and to be present when we're with them. So with the hours, you can choose any hour you want in nursing and I love the flexibility. You can work eight to four, nine to five, not see any patients, be on computer all day, You can be a nurse working your typical 12-hour shifts in a hospital, three nights, three days, you're done. You can work, I've worked eight-hour shifts in the hospital. So there's all kinds of things that you can do. And you can also choose to be a travel nurse where you're traveling all over the place, a contract nurse where you may be working in your city or somewhere, but you're working directly with the hospital. You're not working for a company. So there's a big difference there that I'll talk about at another time. But I really believe that the hours we choose to work is going to have a big impact on how we show up and how we can be intentional in what we're doing to take care of ourselves, take care of our families and still be present. So I'll talk a little bit about the pros and cons in case maybe you're a new nurse. Maybe you've always worked one shift and you've considered others because I've worked all the shifts and hopefully this will be helpful So the difference to me of being like staff where you're working or being a travel contract was typically it's more money. You have less political things going on because you're not part of the unit. So you don't really get sucked into the drama that can happen. You're not expected to go to meetings. You're expected. It's almost expectation that, oh, That person to travel, that person to contract, you come in, you do your job and you go home. And that's why many of us, especially if you've been in the nursing field for a long time, love that part of doing contract or travel nursing. The con to that is that you need to know your shit. When you are a traveling nurse, contract nurse, you aren't trained very much. You get a couple of shifts and and two or three shifts is actually really great. They typically are just training you on, hey, this is our charting system. These are the expectations. Our policies may be a little different somewhere else. But honestly, that still doesn't teach you what you need need to know. So you have to be fast on your feet. You have to be really good at the basic part of what it means to take care of a patient, have amazing analytical, critical thinking skills, all the things. So that means that typically pushes out new nurses. However, since COVID, like, I think that the expectation of that has kind of went down a little bit, which I think is quite dangerous because no two hospitals, sometimes no two units are the same, but a lots of things have changed since COVID. That's a whole nother topic. So for those considering maybe going contract or traveling, those are the biggest pros and cons there. And also, I mean, I've heard like travelers get the sucky assignments and, you know, there's clicky type stuff happening. I've not experienced that, but I have heard it. So I do want to throw it out there. So should you work days or nights? This is for your typical 12-hour shifts. I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of each. Again, I've done them both for several years. So I'll talk about nights first. For me, nights, there are a lot of pros with nights work is less stressful you have less people there so left less chiefs politics families movement the overall work is typically or what do i need to do to ensure this patient is safe take care of my patient and there's less interaction right because the expectation is the patient should be resting so there's less work to do now i don't want to confuse this with a lot of people who've never worked nights that think that it is simple like shit is popping at night I thought that until I went to nights and I've worked nights, I don't know, five years or so. And believe me, the craziest things happen at night and you don't have as much support. So that's what I would say is one of the cons is there's less physicians. So if an emergency happens, like you have to know what you're doing. Um, and Some more pros to that is obviously more pay. I feel like staff is closer because we have less people to help. So we kind of have to really dive in and help each other. And then there's those cool things like, we get to eat at the nurse's station. Don't tell nobody. But y'all know, y'all know. Like, we we all know, right? I mean, let's be mindful. Let's clean up our space before a day shift. But, like, for the most part, as long as you're taking care of your patient, as long as you're being, you know, mindful of your space around you. Like, we don't have, like, full buffet meals all over our computer and stuff. But we don't have to walk a mile to the break room to eat and things like that. We can kind of, it's just more flexibility and it's less stress. And everybody's just chill for the most part. And in personal life, like if you work nights, usually you're awake by the time your kids get home, like if they're in school, right? So you slept while they're at school or if you take them to daycare or whatever, you're awake for the evening. Um, even if you work nights, because most of us don't have to be at work till six, seven or so, we're there for dinner. We're there every day to see our kids off, whether we work or not. Now, I've worked five nights in nursing. That is not my favorite. I would never go back to that. But the three nights is awesome because, yeah, you're working nights. That sucks, you know, for a lot of different ways, sleep schedule and all that. But it's only three nights. So then you flip and you got four days. So personally, I kind of feel like you feel and other people feel as though you work less, even though it's the same amount of hours. Some of the cons are, of course, you have to sleep during the day. So it's like, yeah, I'm working all night, but it still takes up, you know, some of your day, at least most of it, half of it. For me, I don't need to sleep that much. So people that need eight or plus hours, it can take up a lot of your day. When I was pregnant, that's how I was. I slept when I got off and I did not wake up till it was time to go to work. It was horrible. So, would not recommend. But some people, even pregnant women, have been able to uh, make it work. So, needing to sleep during the day, obviously, it's like we get less sleep to other people because we want to be there for our family. So unless you, I know people who don't have kids and they on their three nights or whatever, they are asleep until they come back to work. But for us that have families, we want to wake up. We want to be there. We want to be present. So that's hard because you get less sleep. And then that flipping back to days when you're not working like that last night, I usually only get a few hours that I can flip back to days, right? So I can go to sleep that, that night. So I can go back to day shift. And that can be hard, especially the older you get. And I've not experienced this for the most part, but if you have a manager that, or someone who does your schedule that doesn't really take in consideration working nights like that on and off day stuff is the worst. Like working Monday night, being off Tuesday, coming back Wednesday night, like that is horrible. So if you are someone that makes someone's schedule, please keep that in mind unless they have specifically asked not to. Us night shifters like to have our nights in a row so that we can easily flip back to days and not go back and forth. Now with 12 hour days, Lots of pros here. You don't have to work three in a row because it's not like you're flipping your days back and forth. So you might work a Tuesday, be off a couple of days, work a you know Thursday, Friday. So that's less work on your body. You have full days to yourself if your kids are in school or daycare. Like when you wake up on a Tuesday and you're off, that's your whole Tuesday. I did enjoy that because at that time, my older kids were in school, so I literally had you know once they got off on the to the bus, like. That was my time to run errands to do things like that and you're not working the night before so you're it's not like you need to sleep days in general is best for people who want to move up the ladder like want to interact with people in management and leadership and go to committees and things like that because you're there during the day and there's more opportunity to learn like with nights you kind of have to learn when emergencies happen because you have left staff and things like that but Things happen more on nights, procedures, doctors are talking, all the teams are there. So it's more opportunity for you to learn if you're in that phase of like wanting to learn, 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 learn. Um, And if you just love learning in general, that is where you're going to get most of that. And of course, like if your passion for nursing has lots to do with interaction with family and patients, day shift is for you as well, because you'll get lots of that on day shift. The main cons that I think of when I used to work day shift and for those who have worked is that you are gone all day. If you're working that typical 12 hours, like you're getting up early, typically, especially if you have any kind of travel time, you're not getting home till probably after dinner or close to dinner. So when I did work days and I like to do my three in a row, that did suck because I felt at that time, my kids were much younger, i older too, and I felt like I didn't see them for three nights. So I did not like that. And that's one con to being able to work, you know, one day, have a couple of days off. So it's not like, whoa, it's been four days since I seen my kids. Of course, there's less pay on day shift, but also, which doesn't make it even better, work, 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 right? Like you got doctors talking to you, families talking to you, procedures going on, having to move this person, that person. There's a lot of moving during the day. So day shift nurses, get their ass handed to them most of the time, especially if you're in a high acute hospital, lots of patient lots of patient movement, you're in a level one, you're in the ICU, you're in the ER. So absolutely, and that is not my thing. I would never go back to it unless I was forced and it was a strategic reason why I did it. And then working regular hours, right? So I've done this as charge um, at a hospital I worked at in leadership, the nurses worked like seven to three. And some of the cons were, the, the pros of that were, you know, my kids were in school So I was working while they was in school So when I got home, it was like to them, I wasn't working Like I miss school events and stuff That's a con But I was there every evening And because I worked that schedule And that's how the leadership roles were there I didn't work any nights, any weekends, any holidays You know, and these these positions are great for people Who know they want to move up at the ladder And they want to be in management And do, you know, have promotions Because those are typically the hours that they work I don't think I've ever seen a management position a salaried position that is, you know, uh nights and 12 hours. Although some hospitals are incorporating like their assistant managements to do that, but if you want to move into like for real managing a whole unit, um, a whole you know area whatever then these hours are probably going to be something you'd have to get used to it is not my thing but there definitely is some cool um, pros to that I didn't miss any evening events extracurricular activities weekend holidays like I knew I was going to be off I can make you know plans that was really cool. Some cons for me is that work really and can easily become your life. Like you're there five days a week and in leadership, you're dealing a lot with that. And even if you're like on the floor, like being there five of your seven days, like it's really hard to not feel like life is mostly encompassed by your work schedule and what you're doing at work and the people at work and it was like it was no flexibility like I felt like I got used to just oh Monday through Friday working this and this oh it's the weekend you know and only having my play time on the weekends having to run my errands do all those things you know and I love when I work the off shifts that I can be out at the stores and at the places and vacationing or whatever. And it's during times that not everybody else is there because most people work that typical Monday through Friday schedule. Also, if you have a doctor's appointment, you have to take time off. Like people, not many places are open on Saturday and Sundays for you to go see the doctor. So you have to use your vacation time for that. Same with, with uh, going on vacation. Like if you work 12 hour shifts, whether day or night, you can use less vacation time because you only have to be there. You know, the three shifts versus the five, you have to use hella vacation for that. So those are the kinds that I experienced. And then it goes to the question like, which shift is better? And through listening through all of this and a different kind of roles you can play and all that, like... It really does depend upon you and what you think. Some moms don't want to miss anything that their kids have going on. They want to be at everything. So you'd be better like in an office or leadership role, you know, or working those typical Monday through Friday hours where you may only miss like a, you know, recital or something during the day at school or like with grandparents day, you know, that kind of thing. But otherwise you'd be free and you'd be able to, you know, go to everything. And that might be your thing. And other people like myself, I don't mind missing events. I do, um, you know, important ones. I really try to make them. And obviously it's a balancing act, right? But like my sole purpose is not, I have to be at everything my kids have going on. So it makes it easier for me. Cause then if that's my thought, then what I really want is to be at home more. I don't want to be working. I don't want to be anywhere clocked in for five days. And so, that's why the 12 hour shifts is best for me. And then I personally prefer nights for all of the kinds that I talked about. Um, and if I were to do days, it would only be strategic to you know level up or or get to know management, or because of personal life, I had to go to days. So, really, when you're thinking about The decision, like if you're in a position that you don't really care for, and I'm sure like everything I've went through, you've everything I've gone over, you can agree with, but now you can see the flip side of all the others and just kind of deciding what it is you like, what do you want as a mom? Do you want to be at all the events, everything, be there, be present, making less money likely and kind of being in the mundane of the Monday through Friday Do you want to make more money like on nights and things like that? And do you want to have flexibility to, you know, go somewhere for a week and only take a few days off or take your kids somewhere in the middle of the day because you're not working, you know, you're Monday through Friday. Like I love the randomness of being able to go somewhere during the day. I go to co-ops with my unschooled kids, you know, like I want to be able to do that. I don't want to be somewhere Monday through Friday. I want to be able to be that off schedule where I can do things where nobody else is there. Or, you know, like I I think I'm getting my point across here. So think about what do you want? What's important to you? Because there is no wrong or right answer. I will point out here, though, um, because I've heard this time and time again. If you are working nights, if you're considering working nights, it is always best if you know you don't want to work that forever to do something to not get used to the money because the money is what keeps most people on night shift and you get that extra pay and it can be a really big difference for me when I went to nights I took that extra money and put it into a savings account so although I'm making more right it it wasn't like I was really making more and that makes it easy to go back to days whenever I want to and lastly, I want to talk about holidays because when you, that's the biggest thing, like when you're a nurse, like we have to work the holidays, especially if you're in acute care or you're taking care of patients, direct care. And so I just, it, it, it's not that bad to me because we, first of all, especially if you're part of a unit, you get your schedule typically for that whole year by the end of the year, right? So November, December, January, you're knowing what you're working the next year. And you just have to ask your, yourself, like how important is the actual day of the holiday for you for me it works out because there's only one holiday that i prefer not to be at work and that is new year's eve because with working nights i do not want to be at midnight at work period but I don't care if I work Christmas night. And again, if you're working days and night, that makes a difference, right? If you're working days and you're at work all day Christmas, that, do, that does suck. If you're working nights, I don't care if I work Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because I can come home, do Christmas, go to sleep. And that also depends on your kids' ages as well. So kind of thinking how important is that holiday for you? This goes back you know, to your thoughts about it. And you have the power to decide for yourself how you want your work-life balance to be. And as far as like holidays for me, I don't mind celebrating Christmas the week after or something. And actually, that's to me smarter. Like. Uh, Vacationing is cheaper, right? Like gifts are on sale now, like same with any other holiday, like that week after they trying to get rid of everything. So like, how important is that actual day? What does that mean for you? I know many nurses that their families, if they know they have to work Thanksgiving, for example, they're celebrating the Thursday before they're celebrating a few days before, like we get to decide how we want And the day. is just the day that they created for us. We, the point of it, at least in my mind is spending time with family and having a celebration, which you can decide whatever day you want to do that on and still go to work and make those extra coins. So it's just up to you and deciding what you want to deal with. So let's go to what I think is most important on this topic as far as balancing motherhood in the nurse life is the drain. The drain that people can't really see on the outside that we have to deal with, figure out, and sometimes put aside to be present for our families and our children. Just want to talk a little bit about like why it's difficult to show up for your kids, why it may be difficult and some ways that you can maybe combat that. So we know that being the nurse life, and I'm talking in general terms, you know, it's harder because most of us are working three in a row, no matter what shift, like that's hard work, 12 hours of mental, emotional, spiritual stress. You're dealing with people, acute care, acute, your brain is just on the entire time and when we keep that in our our minds when we're thinking about our life outside of work it's really good to ask ourselves what are ex what are our expectations especially if you're alone and you're doing it alone as a mom you can't hire help what things are you telling yourself that need to get done during your three-day stretch or during that week but it really doesn't have to it's just like a story that you are telling yourself even if you have a partner what are you telling yourself What do you feel needs to be cleaned? What does your cleaning schedule need to look like when you're doing your work stretch? What about washing clothes? Like, are you still cleaning every day? Are you cleaning when you get off before you go to work? Are you washing the clothes and doing all the daily housework tasks? What about cooking? Like, are you literally, do you feel that you need to cook a full course meal on your three night stretch or your three day stretch? Running errands, like what are your expectations of yourself during your work days or your work stretch if you work your days in a row? So I would totally start there, maybe write a list of like, oh, okay, I work, say you work three nights a week, and these are the things that I put on myself to do when I get off or before I go in. And just look at that, there is no right or wrong, but your expectations are going to dictate what you're doing, and then your actual thoughts about that. And that's going to dictate how you feel and how you are towards yourself and towards others. So it's just this long cascade. So really assess your expectation. And I will suggest that, that regardless of your expectations, if you feel that you're stressed before and after work, look at those and maybe lower those. So what your house should look like you know, when you're working. Do you feel you need to clean every day or most of the week? Maybe you can set one day to clean during that week. Maybe it's the first morning that you're off or the first day you're off. Maybe it doesn't have to be spick and span all of the time. Same with washing. You know, are you washing every day or can you let the clothes pile up a little bit? You know, what are your thoughts about that? Cooking, are you cooking every day or are you bulking your meals? Are you using a crock pot, putting the stuff in there in the morning and coming back and it's done? Like, Just thinking of ways that you can put your tasks together and it not be what you're doing all the time because all these things like really take up a lot of time and that time is taking away from what you could be doing for yourself to prepare for work or even decompress when you get off same with running errands are you just used to that and you want to just get things done or can you like set a date you can look at your schedule ahead of time okay this date this morning i'm gonna do xyz or my last night of working i'm gonna run to the grocery store and speaking of errands y'all like if you are not using delivery services and you are a mom like i'm just questioning that (laughs) like i maybe i'm a little jealous i don't know actually i'm not because Listen, we have been brokey broke and the delivery service subscription has never lapsed. like period. I, in this day and age, like with technology, I just am very grateful that I don't have to do that. You can deliver anything to your house. So are you running errands that you really don't have to? And if you're one of those like, uh, oh, never did it. I don't know what to expect. I need to pick out my own produce, blah, blah, blah. Hit me up. We can have a discussion because I'm telling you. I have changed many of mine from my own personal stories, and I've been doing this since before COVID. So please let me know. And if you're not alone, then are you delegating tasks to your partner? Or if you have older kids, like are, do they have things around the house that they could be doing so everything is not on you, right? So for example, my three-day stretch, my three-night stretch right now, my husband has no expectations of me. You know, I'm also building my coaching business so that that makes a big difference. So I do a lot of that during during the day. But before I was even doing that, you know, I wasn't expected to cook meals, clean, wash the kids like, no, I'm working my nights like I am going to sleep and I can sleep as long as I'd like. But of course, I only need a few hours, get up, be with the family, hang with the kids. You know, I would even give my husband a few hours each day. It's like, hey, you want to go for an hour, go do your thing. Which reminds me, I haven't done that in a while. So I need to get back to that. But, you know, because y'all know how it is having little ones all day long, days in a row. So I would wake up and he'd be able to go do his thing. So how can we balance and help each other? And when it comes to like preparing your mind to handle or deal with your kids or balancing that time, especially during those work hours. Like when I think of like before I go to work, what am I doing to help me to prepare for work, right? And if your kids are home, the interaction, those last few interactions that you have with them, a lot of that is going to be based on you being intentional with your time. So when I'm getting ready for work, I typically try to have 30 30 minutes or so to slow down my thinking, breathing and just create like a sense of calm for myself, which was which will help me, you know, during my shift and in my interactions with my children like it also bounces off of that. If I'm like intentionally being calm, I know I'm going to be leaving you know, I'm slowing things down, my My tone is down, I'm just preparing myself for work, but also leaving those last bits with my kids before I leave so that, you know, I'm not leaving in a frenzy and a rush and hey bye, you know, I've done that too and it like really lingers onto my shift and then I'm feeling like shit on the way to work, like I barely looked at that kid, barely said I love you, you know, so really just being attention with that last hour before you need to leave out of what are you doing, how are you interacting, how are you treating yourself, are you like rushing scrubbing real quick in a shower and just doing all these things, or are are you taking the time to slow down, being intentional attention of your words, you know, showering, getting dressed, interacting with your kids? I'm a firm believer that, you know, in my opinion, in my parenting, my kids don't need me there every second all the time and they don't need me to show up either. But when I know I'm gonna be working, I want to be intentional with that space. So those are some things to think about. When I'm on my way to work, I don't typically talk on the phone to people. I'm usually listening to something inspiring. So whether it be a podcast, audio book, some training or something, or even music, it's all intentional to help me create the headspace I want for my 12-hour shift. And you know, lastly, before I walk in to work, every shift, I literally say a quick prayer, you know, asking God, God my God, my shift. Keep me relaxed, keep me in a relaxed environment, you know, help me to be present for my coworkers, my patients, giving them what they may need. Because I'm really here interacting with people and you never know a smile, a word, anything can really change somebody's lives, especially when you're dealing with patients where this is not their best of times. For most of them, this is the worst, the most scary. So I really try to be intentional with my words and how I show up and that energy that I bring when I walk in that room, when I walk to the nurse's station for our 12-hour shifts together. And really ask anybody that has worked with me. Like, I am not kidding. I'm typically calm. I typically don't have a crazy shift. And it really is not because I'm special. Like I'm not special. I'm just intentional with my thoughts and what I say and really try to stay on top of that. And on the flip side, after work, same kind of intentional thinking. You know, are you rushing home? Are you, even if it's nighttime, are you rushing with dinner, rushing with bedtime, getting the kids in bed? Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, like time can really create an illusion in us and make us think like it's an emergency. We gotta get all this done. When really slowing things down almost creates more time in certain certain situations. And I think it's called Einstein time. If you look that up, like this illusion of time, I have tried it. I've not mastered it, but like just realizing like slowing down and just being intentional doesn't really take more time. And to me, it kind of creates more time. It's really a weird thing, but I advise you, if this is something you struggle with to look that up and learn um, more about that. It was talked about in the book, The Biggest Leap, I think, or The Big Leap. So, on my way home from work, I don't typically listen to anything when I'm driving home. It's more of a decompression thing unless I'm really tired and I need to for safety reasons like to stay up or something. But even then, what I'm listening to is chosen intentionally. But I usually use that drive home to reflect, be grateful, and just sit with my thoughts. And I did an episode this week that a new thing I'm going to be trying, the three accomplishments and one opportunity that I learned at a nursing event. So check that podcast out, um, one of the last two that I did. And I'm going to be trying to do that. And I think that that would be really cool as well. But in general, driving home from work is a time to decompress and just kind of breathe and let things go i don't need to wait till i'm at home to do that i can have most of that already like let go do my breath work and things like that in the car to where i'm in a totally different headspace by the time i get home and i know some of us don't get to just get off and go right home to sleep either whether it be the evening or the you know morning Oftentimes, I don't either. Like, I have a business that I'm building, so I have clients and things like that, but we can still be intentional with our thoughts and our movement and how we interact. If you have to go home and interact with family, you know, if it's in the evening, can you get 10 minutes to yourself? Take a quick shower, you know, just do some yoga, some stretching, just kind of reflecting and and getting back into that motherhead space setting the intention for your mind to switch over to like momhood, right? Or whatever else you're going to be doing. If you work nights and you're getting the children off to school, just reminding yourself like this is temporary. You are gonna you want to create that really nice environment for them before they head off and knowing that they'll be on the bus soon or they'll be at school soon and you'll be able to go to sleep, right? Your thoughts are really important. You're really tired and the last thing you want to do, you know, is kind of overreact or be Be short with them. Have no patience. Just remember, okay, an hour or so, they'll be gone. This is important to get their day started. So being intentionally with that time and no it won't be long until you'll be able to go to sleep and crash for the morning. So to wrap this up, just remember like you're a nurse, I'm a nurse. We are nurses because we chose to be, because we want to be. Even if there's a story that you're telling yourself that you have to be doing this or that because X, Y, Z, like it's not true. Everything you do is a choice. If something's not working out, if you see that something's getting in the way of you showing up on how you want to be, look at that. You can actually change that. Everything is a decision, you know? Whatever type of shift you want to work, do that. Look at the pros and cons that I talked about. There's no wrong answer. But more importantly, think of the vision that you want for your family life and then work your nursing into that. That's going to look different for everybody else. And as far as like balancing being a mom and being a nurse, it really is going to be down to those times that you have together. Are you being intentional with your thoughts? Are you doing what you need to do to take care of yourself? Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're pouring from an empty cup and we know what that ends up leading to. And this is for anybody that's working outside the home. You are working full time. You are trying to be a mom full time. It is impossible to have an equal balance. When they talk about the work life balance and an equal pie and all that, I've never seen it. And I don't strive to even do that. And so I think for me, since I don't even have those expectations, I have a better experience. Because if I had those expectations that I have to be 100% present and I have to be 100% present here and I have to be great here and great, and I I had like this equal thing that I wanted and I was striving to, how would I feel when those things never happen? And then if I'm feeling like shit, I'm irritated, I'm agitated, whatever, I'm feeling down, sad, depressed, whatever, how will I create out of that? Like how will I interact with my kids out of those feelings? But if I already come to the table knowing I chose to work, I'm choosing to be a a working mother, that means that I'm not 100% there for my kids and it's impossible to be but how can i be present when we're together what things can i do to help ensure that they're growing that they're getting the love that they need having conversations with them about what they need like there are so many ways to do this especially as your kids get older and when you have little kids it's really just being present when you are there. When you are there, you're not on your phone scrolling all the time. You're not doing other things like setting time to just be with your kids, regardless if you work or not. So it's just really being intentional with the time you have with them and when you're away from them because that's also your time for you, right? And ways to build connections, connections and build friendships and not be a mom. Like there's positives to that. I don't think that I would ever be a stay at home mom. Like Those y'all moms that are doing that are like God's angels. Like I would never, and I don't want that. And so if you want that, but you're not doing that, kind of look and see like, how can I figure that out? How can I do that? And do you really want that? Or do you feel like you need that because society is telling you that there is so much that can be said here. But in regards to working during your shift, remember, this is not your life. This is just temporary. And this will help you not be a mess when you get off, right? You're not stressed out. You got 12 hours, eight hours, you know, and I already dropped an episode this week about hard shifts and how to deal with those. And it's all about mindset, right? Check that out. If you want to hear more about that and think that you need help in the area, but be intentional with what you're doing and thinking before and after work lighten your load so you should not be doing all things and if you are by yourself hey the clothes are going to have to pile up food gonna be a quick little crock pot you know whatever like what can you do to ease it up for you on those days that you have to work write down your flow everybody has one even if you never strategically decided you have a flow of how you do your daily work schedule and what you do before and after work look at it take some time to reflect and think you know is this realistic can you delegate can some of these tasks go to someone else are your expectations getting in the way of your peace? That's really what it's all about. And, and what can you do to change that if so? Well, that's it for this episode. I hope that this has been beautiful for you. I hope it's been helpful. Please share this with a friend, a mom that's working, and especially a nurse that's working. Let them know that you appreciate them for Nurses Week. If you are a nurse, I thank you for the work you're doing. We're in this together. Happy Nurses Week, and y'all stay blessed.